Hey, it's Billy. I'm glad you're here today for an episode of Start Small, Believe Big. Many of us find ourselves somewhere in the middle of failure and fulfillment, stuck in a limbo of frustration. I believe when we start with small steps to learn what we need to leave behind, more of who God is and who He's created us to be, we will find peace of mind and contentment. As we allow Jesus to transform us, we're empowered to live out His calling and purpose, one step, decision, and action at a time. Let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. On July 12th, 2021, we had an experience as a family that will go down in infamy for all of us. A few months before, one of the players on my husband's team, the New York Mets, asked David, my husband, to pitch for him in the home run derby. It was Pete Alonzo. You see, Pete had had my husband throwing batting practice to him since spring training. And he really enjoyed the way my husband threw BP. Well, let me explain BP. I don't want to get ahead of you guys that don't understand baseball. And I know sometimes I can run off in these distant discussions with what I think I know and what I assume others know and not everyone does. Number one, BP, batting practice, is when hitters on baseball teams go out before games and they take swings with their bats to hit the balls to give them some muscle memory and some um practice in what they want to accomplish during a game. Batting practice is not thrown to get the player out, the hitter out. Batting practice is thrown to make sure the hitter looks and feels as good as they possibly can with where they are in the game. Now, the home run derby is another level of an experience for these players who are considered the best hitters in all of baseball to go out and compete against one another to be reigned, named the reigning champion of the home run derby. They go out with a person who throws BP to them, batting practice, and they hit out as many home runs as they can. It starts out with eight players, and they do it down into brackets. Whoever hits the most home runs moves to the next level and the next level until the championship showdown. And the person that wins that is reigned the home run derby winner, king, whatever you want to call them. Well, going into this situation with my husband being a batting practice pitcher, He's the bench coach for the team, but one of his things that he does is throws batting practice. He's been doing this for over 40 years. He's been throwing batting practice to professional athletes, professional baseball players. He's even thrown to a few professional football and hockey players. He's thrown to rappers, country music stars, TV personalities, TV stars um, from the ages of 10, 11, 12 years old up to older than him. (laughs) So this has been going on for a long time. Well, guys, I just want to say that I am a worrier. 
I tend to, at times, allow my anxiety and my thoughts to carry me into places that I never dreamed I would be. Well, this experience could have been one of those, and I want to explain to you about that because I feel like I've come to a place in my faith walk where I still worry and I still have anxiety at times, but when I use techniques that I know can overcome that, I allow myself to live in the moment of joy and peace rather than in worry and anxiety. You see, a lot of times a thought of worry takes root in my mind. I get overwhelmed with anxiety in my spirit. At this home run derby, before this home run derby, there were thoughts of worry in my mind. What if David doesn't do a good job? What if David embarrasses himself and in the sense of not throwing well to Pete and it doesn't, it doesn't work out well? Like I really had thoughts that my husband's done this for a hundred years now. No, no hit on you, honey, but you've been doing it a long time. But I really had those worries. I was stressed out at times. And I had to remember how to take control of my thoughts. You see, there were times that in my life where I don't feel like I belong. And in this arena of professional baseball, there are many times that I don't feel like I belong. I'm just a little farm girl from Edgecombe County, North Carolina, How did I get here? How did God put me in this situation? There are times in my life that I feel this extreme guilt that I get to experience all of this fun and enjoyment of and stress and anxiety and (laughs) of professional baseball when there's so much suffering in the world. I've recently been following a family, uh, mutual friends. We have mutual friends whose daughter's been diagnosed with cancer. My heart is broken, but seeing them live out the joy of the Lord, even in that very horrible circumstance, gives me hope that I can continue to do that too, because I am naturally a worrier. You see, I take hold of simple thoughts, simple negative thoughts, worry thoughts, anxiety-filled thoughts, and I let them grow into a bullying beast the spiral of those negative suggestions in my mind take me further and further into places I should never go. They fill me with dread and disappointment and fear and anxiety and stress. But what I want you to understand is as I've grown spiritually in the Lord, it has transformed my thoughts. I truly want to take every experience in life, good and bad, and use them to glorify the goodness of God through it all. Today's scripture, John 14, 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. I want to encourage you today that we can find peace in Jesus. In this scripture, Jesus is making a promise. He promises his peace. Now, let's not get confused here because there will be storms. There will be overwhelming times of negative thoughts. There will be times of stress and anxiety and disappointment and hardship 
and diseases and hurts and pains. But I want you to know, even in those times, Jesus promises us peace. You see, anyone can be at peace when nothing's wrong, but he promises this peace in all circumstances. In those times when we feel like we shouldn't have any peace, he gives us peace. The peace of God, the peace that surpasses all understandings. Jesus says, don't let your hearts be troubled or afraid. In this part of scripture in John, go read it. I want to encourage you every week that you listen to this podcast, don't just take this one scripture. Go and read all the scriptures around it. Because in this part of scripture, Jesus knew that shortly after this time together with his disciples, they would have good reason to be troubled because he was going to be turned over for crucifixion. God knows we all will be confronted with adversities, grief, and heartache. All of this prompting us to be troubled and afraid. But with God, with the promises of the Lord, we can overcome trouble and fear. How do we do this? I know a lot of times I I, I give instruction on this and, and people are like, yeah, but I, I can't. You don't understand my circumstances. But I want you to understand God's word because he understands your circumstances. So how do we do this on a daily basis? How did I do it during the home run derby or when any of us experience hardship? How do we do it? You see, our minds are a suggestion box. Every thought we have is a suggestion, not an order. Our thoughts are only suggestions. Sometimes it may suggest that we're tired, that we should give up, that we don't belong, that we aren't loved, that our past is bigger than anything God can give us forgiveness for. Sometimes our mind tells us we should take an easier path rather than the harder path. But if you pause, if we pause, we can discover new suggestions. When we feel good once we've accomplished something, or when we take time to replace those thoughts with Scripture and see that God's peace is there with us, when we finish a task that we didn't feel like finishing it, but we did, when we redirect our thoughts from suggestions that we think are orders, and we take it back to the truth, we understand that we have the power to choose where our thoughts go. As we change our mind, we can diminish our anxiety because we find the peace of the Lord there. What is your mind suggesting? And what are you taking as an order? And I want to ask, and I want to guide you to where we can replace those orders with Scripture. We can take the suggestions, realign them with Scripture, and come out with a totally different experience. When we feel like we don't belong, or we have no community, 
or friends or nobody's got our back. We don't belong here. I want you to remember that God knows you and you are seen. Genesis 16, 13, she gave this name to the Lord who spoke to her. You are the God who sees me. For she said, I have now seen the one who sees me. You are not invisible. You are seen. When you feel like you're not good enough, know that you are accepted through him. Therefore, there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Romans 8.1, you are not a condemned person. You are accepted by Jesus. Do you ever feel unimportant? That your life isn't important? I want to tell you the truth is God has a plan for your life. Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Do you feel like your guilt of your past, of your mistakes that you've made is much bigger? The mistakes are more are bigger and your guilt is too overwhelming that God can't love you? I want to let you know you are forgiven and you are loved by him. John 3.16, which I know we've all heard 110,000 times, but I want you to embrace it. For God so loved the world, for God so loved you, that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. You are forgiven. Do you feel unlovable? No one cares about me. I want you to know Jesus loves you and accepts you. Neither height nor depth nor anything in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. That's Romans 8.39. So this week, this week, my challenge for you, change your mind, decrease your anxiety and find peace. Take note of the thoughts you have. Replace them with the promises of the Lord and accept his peace no matter the circumstances that you're living through. God has a plan for you. He loves you. He sees you. He knows you. He accepts you. Embrace that this week. I want to thank you for listening. But before we go, can I ask you to help out with the show? Subscribe to the Start Small Believe Big podcast where you listen. Leave an honest review of the podcast. This really helps other people find the show. And maybe I pray that it can help them like it's helped you today. I do pray that this podcast encourages you to allow Jesus to work in and through your life one step one decision, and one action at a time. Thank you for joining me today on the Start Small, Believe Big podcast. I hope you're back next week for another episode. Now, let's not resist that small beginning, but persist in the next thing God is calling us to. Be blessed, my dear friends. Until next time.